You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. It's time for Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. And it is an awfully icky day. It is. But we are so glad to be here. I know. It's getting colder by the minute. I know. I know. So just for the record, so everybody knows why I'm smiling so much today, I have <laughs> I have a goal yeah. for today. Yeah. Because after seeing the still pick that Dick chose for the show last week, <laughs> my goal is to not have any horrible, <laughs> like, grouchy... You know, you know that's auto generator, right? <laughs> it so it, I'm it like, chooses what it wants. And I that's can change why I'm it. just gonna keep smiling. So there are no other options. Yes. Yes. It'll be it'll be that one second. That it will you stop be. to stay, uh-huh. say a word. Yeah, but it's it was it was it was bad. That was bad. Made me feel bad. It was. But our guest looked like an old man, like grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> it man. Was so, um, yeah. Anyway, but we have had a we had a great week. We had an awesome weekend. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, and Super Bowl, um, or great Super Bowl game. Great, oh my God! Yes, I don't great just game. sit down and watch football just for. I mean, I like football, but yeah. I just don't sit down and watch it. I don't have time. Yeah, it and was, I did. I forced myself to watch it. It was so much fun. It was. It was a great and game. You, you have a new ball player in the family. I do. Yeah, Jackson's going to be playing for Willis High School. We just found out this week. So, uh, so yeah, awesome. we're really excited. And um, and Katie, Katie is going to be the only female hurdler at Willis High School. And uh, she has actually asked some uh, pole vaulting boys to teach her how so she can be the only female pole vaulter at Willis High School. That's really it's really awesome. exciting, you know, and the new district came out um, this week. And for anybody that doesn't know, it is going to be CISD schools versus Willis. And that's it. We have a six high school district and it's going to that be is so cool. all of the Conroe ISD high schools and Willis. So uh, 6A is going to be interesting. It's like every game is going to be a rivalry. It's going to be And nuts. they'll all be local. And they're all local. Like, I don't have to drive to Lufkin anymore. Yeah. I don't drive to College Station. It's just like, hey. Uh, I know. Awesome. But but so, yeah, so really exciting things coming about. And, you know, so we're now into track season and baseball <laughs> season and all kinds of fun stuff. Okay. Well. And election great. season. I know. And we have got so little time left. We've got le- less than a month. Yes, till, till, the, till, till the primary. Yes, and March then of course 3rd. we've got city city races after that. But yes. um, the um, so so right now, what we're in the throes of, we you and I mm-hmm. are in the throes of finishing up campaigns. Absolutely, and doing all our printing and getting yeah, all our getting the getting the word out. You know that that. How great our, our people folks are, the are. Best. absolutely, and um, and if you Dang it. if you haven't done any homework, be sure and check out the Moxie Innovative page. Just scroll up a little bit; you'll see some great names up there. Uh, but it's going. There are a lot of contested races that people need to be paying attention there to. Are. There are, um, and you know we've got so much going on. Um, and before we get into that, because I want to introduce our guests, because we have so much to talk about, mm-hmm. um, I want to make sure everybody sees my beautiful poster. 
It is gorgeous. This is the upcoming 12th annual wine event for Bridgewood Farms coming up around the world in 180 minutes. If you would like to get your tickets, they are available online now at bridgewoodfarms.org. It is a really, really good time to come out and drink lots of wine and drink some more wine and enjoy some wine. But what's really fun is this year we are actually partnering. Yes, it's a a good theme. It's a good theme. Um, And uh, we're partnering with uh, Raising a Hand for Rhett Syndrome. Um, my friends uh, Dave Clements and Kevin Black, uh, the recording artist, um, started this after uh, Kevin lost his daughter to Rett Syndrome. And uh, so they are actually partnering with us. They are going to be bringing some amazing artwork that they are going to be auctioning off. And it will also not only benefit them, but benefit Bridgewood Farms as well. Um, and Kevin is going to be performing. So some uh-huh. live music and wine. And food and wine and more wine. So looking forward to it. Yes, coming up on April 18th. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're doing it at the Northside Lexus dealership uh, there in spring. It's a beautiful new showroom. And uh, so we're really excited. So go to bridgewoodfarms.org and get your tickets or sign up to sponsor. I'm excited. I am too. It's wine. How can you not get excited about wine? April the 18th. April the 18th, yes. Oh, elections will be over. Yes, it will be. <laughs> we'll be able to enjoy much wine. <laughs> exactly. But no, we'll, we're, we're, we'll be involved in runoffs. Yeah, well, you know. So but, um, <laughs> but the topic at hand, yes. it's been a crazy week. It has. And first of all, we need to introduce our guest, our returning yes. guest, Mr. J.J. Holly. How are you doing, J.J.? I'm doing good. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for inviting me. You know what? It's so good to see you. And, you know. We always love seeing them. I oh, y'all know. And, you know, Mel was, Mel and I were talking you know, this whole the whole State of the Union address last mm-hmm. night was was that's like topic number three because, boy, has there been a lot going on in national politics lately? Just a couple of things. just a couple things, and you were like first at the top of my brain. I was like, you know, we need to we need to talk about this. We need to call JJ see if <laughs> JJ is available. Um, I was really you're like fifth or sixth choice. Actually, that, that you're works. my first choice. First choice, and then we thought we'd throw on some fun accessories. Uh, Accessories are important. Accessories are important. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we decided, you know what? You're a headliner all on your own. You don't need any support. You don't need any support. (laughs) She's buttering me up. So, um, but you know, keep your expectations low. (laughs) But just to jump right into it, okay. Well, we're going to talk about the three main topics. We have the impeachment Mm -hmm. hearings. Yes. We have this colossal debacle in Iowa, mm-hmm. and then uh, the State of the Union address last night. Yes. So where do we start? Impeachment? Are we going in chronological order? Well, I, I think I, I think we we start with last night just because it was so... Positive? It, it was, well, it was positive, and it was also... Um, what's the right word? Just, oh, my gosh. I just spent the whole time going, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So for those of you that didn't watch the State of the Union address last night... Um, you know, in in popular opinion, has come out. Trump basically killed it. Yeah, would y'all agree? Oh yes, he did. He well, did. every State of the Union message I've seen Trump deliver, mm-hmm. he, he's done a great job. He really I, I has. Think the thing that makes people nervous about Trump is when he goes off script. Yeah, when he, but yeah. he doesn't go off script in a city. And he looks. Uh, I, I think when uh, the the first day of the Union, because this is his third one, right. the first one that we all watched. We were waiting to see, okay, is Trump going to be... Where's the crazy going to come out? Yeah. And, and no, he was... Pro- I think we all wanted him to be presidential, and I think he was presidential. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Uh, that one was good. Yes. I mean, uh, uh, year two, this one was good. I thought, uh, well, you know, great job. Well, uh, la- last night, this was... this. If you just ask me um, his frame of mind, I would say he is comfortable 
Mm-hmm. He feels accomplished. I think yep. he feels empowered right now, emboldened. Oh, and, which empowers yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. Yes, both of those. It kind of all feeds in together. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But he really spoke really eloquently. Does he use, mm-hmm. does he use teleprompters? Yes. Oh, I'm sure he, he yes. has to because it oh, was yeah. just yes. too good. Yes. But his to. delivery was outstanding. Like, mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I've seen over the years mm-hmm. where he's gotten way more comfortable, too, mm-hmm. in that delivery and commanding that, that stage. Mm-hmm. Way different than the boardroom, you know, on, mm-hmm. on his uh, reality show. But... Uh, but he hit a lot of topics that I thought were not only interesting, but he he really did kind of reach across the aisle on some of those topics. Mm-hmm. He really did, and 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 um, wow, <laughs> those people are just something else. If I if I were in that party, the other party, mm-hmm. I would have I would have what a headline it would have made. You want to make a headline if you're a Democrat? Sit in the middle of them. And stand up and clap every time the Republicans do. Mm-hmm. There mean, were se- there were several that did or that stood up that some stood of the time. Up some of the time, yeah. right? But but it made a big difference, and that and and they got recognized is what I'm getting at. But talk about making headlines. So what was mm-hmm. all the white for? I think that I missed that part. Solidarity. Be- they did it before the women Democrats. Yeah. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew they had done it, but I was wondering mm-hmm. why why oh, white why are it? they are they trying to like show their purity? I don't know. I, it was just kind of like, hmm. I don't. I don't think it was anything other than everybody wore the red same color. And everybody picked blue, so we'll mm. just wear yeah. white kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it was to show something. We just don't know something. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Sam Kennison, you know. And, you know <laughs> he really cares yeah. about what we have no, no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, he talked about uh, you know some of the biggest topics that were you know uh, obviously he honored a, an amazing military family that um what yep. a great reunion that was mm-hmm. um i saw that coming by the way you know whenever they started talking about it, i was like ah, eh, they're gonna bring them yeah. out but it was a great moment really yeah. great moment um and then they talked about the young lady that um that was tortured for 500 days mm-hmm. and was ultimately murdered and had her parents there and honored mm-hmm. them and then they also um showed the mother and son who had lost their husband dad and I thought it was such a great picture of the many, many ways that this conflict and those like them affect the country and affect families in so many different ways. Yes. They, all these things so affect too. people. We, yes. we lose that in the headlines. You know, you yeah. see something on, you know, uh, the evening news, but you forget that it's uh, somebody's affected by every yeah. one of those stories. Yeah. Yep. And um, and it really kind of helped, I think, draw that picture a little oh. bit more clearly for people because you could see that that real mm-hmm. emotion. These, you know, they're obviously still mourning. They're still um, coming to but terms they will with forever. it. Absolutely, I mean, you, you, they'll you know, never get every, over that. Every uh, uh, holiday that comes up, yeah, somebody's not there. Yeah, and um, but I thought it was a really great way for them to to humanize. Yeah, the story of of really the horrors well, that go on. Right, and then and even the the um, the great grandfather, the Tuskegee Airman, yes. and all of that. Yes. What a, yeah. what a an awesome story. Yes. And and that I mean that's way back to yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it's just it's it just well and then stopped. to bring his his was it his great grandson mm-hmm. um, and to show that that bridge through the generations. Um, yeah, it really did kind of draw the whole picture. It did. Um, it did. So touched on that. Touched on a topic we've been discussing, which is healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that we're in a healthcare crisis of sorts in this country. Yep. Um, you know, I know whenever I took a job that didn't offer insurance, you know, I'd heard about, you know, these share programs that, that exist. And um, 
it's not quite as easy or cut and dry as, you know, or guaranteed is what mm-hmm. you think. Um, and going to the doctor can just be plum expensive. And then to try to buy private insurance, mm-hmm. it's Can't ridiculous. It. Yeah. Yes, it is. So um, so there are some new solutions coming about. Well, uh, you know, we were talking about this uh, before the, the show started. And I think... You know, this is something that should and, and needs to transcend Republican versus Democrat. You know, I think the Absolutely. thing we all realize is the um, problem in yes. Washington that we have less of an issue with that in Austin is uh, it, it's about, you know, are the Democrats going to win or the Republicans going to win? Right. That's what impeachment's because all about. Because it's going to go. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, we have to choose. And, you know, yeah. and, you know, Winston Churchill always says democracy, or he said, uh, you know, democracy is the worst form of government. Until you look at all the rest. Right. right? Exactly. Uh, right. But when it becomes more about what's better for the party versus what's just good policy, then you get that issue. Right. And I think we've seen health care fall into that as well. I mean, there's some things with Obamacare that, that I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that our uh, son can be covered on our insurance until he's 25. Which I think is a great Which is a thing. great thing. That's a great uh, thing. You know, pre-existing conditions. There, there's a yes. handful of things that were good about that, but it just sort of gets politicized and then thrown out with the bathwater. But I think what's interesting about some things we're seeing from the chamber perspective in, in the healthcare economy is that there are free enterprise solutions to this. You know, I think we all can agree, or hopefully agree, that governmental solutions aren't always They're the best. They're typically not the best. It's not the right. best because uh, competition is good. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, a recent member, and we, we really feel like these guys are going to be disruptive to the healthcare industry in the same way that Uber has just disrupted the taxi industry. Right. I mean, the, the taxis did it to themselves, right? Right. They, uh, how many times were you standing on the side of the road and a taxi driver would just pass you by? That's right. Right. You're on downtown Houston. Hey, I need to go. Oh, no, yeah. bye. Yep. You know, and splash with a you know, mud puddle as he exactly. goes by. <laughs> I mean, they became uh, uh, less concerned about serving the customer mm-hmm. and more concerned about protecting their. Right. Their segment of the economy. Right. And we see that. I, I think we have the be- best health care in the entire world. And, and, and the best health care pretty much anywhere right here in our community, yeah. and, which and is amazing. And we're very fortunate yes. to have it here yes. in Montgomery County as a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these uh, hospitals that have moved up from the medical center, if you're already having a health care issue, you're already stressed enough. Exactly. So why have to go downtown Houston and mm-hmm. we're about parking and yes and you know I'm driving from Lufkin or from Corrigan or right. somewhere I've got to go to you know MD Anderson mm-hmm. now I got it where am I going to park I mean I got to stay overnight and I'm, am I going to have to get a ride yeah, yeah it's, now it's they a can lot. come and be be closer yeah but, uh one thing that we've seen is the health care is second to none but the customer service side of health care is frankly abysmal yes how many of us have gone in uh, say, okay, I need a procedure done, call the hospital, okay, how much is it going to be? They t- give you a price, you show up. Begrudgingly, you pay, they give be- you a price. Begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is if you do get a price. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, well, but anyway, that's another story. But mm-hmm. then you go, you pay that, and then six weeks later, you, you get, get a bill, bill from the anesthesiologist or, this, or, or the, the radiologist or whatever. That, that And they say, well, yeah, you owe another $1,000. Yeah. But wait, I already paid you 1500 yeah. And you told me this is and what it was going to be. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the customer service side of it has to change. It has and to evolve. And, and, Absolutely. And, again, government regulations have a piece of it or what have you. But what's going to happen, I think that would fix it faster 
is when you have that free enterprise mm-hmm. solution. Absolutely. And, and what we've seen, because everybody knows about traditional healthcare, mm-hmm. you know, we all know that if you can't be in a big group, you're going to pay Out the thousands yes. of dollars for, uh, per month for healthcare. And you'll still have this huge deductible and that you you'll st- probably yeah, it's never not need. a good solution. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, healthcare impacts not only our quality of life, but it affects our business bottom line yes, too. Yes, it does. When Absolutely. you have 10 to 15 to 20% increases per year mm-hmm. for, to provide healthcare to your employees, that's not sustainable. But one thing we've seen, and these guys, uh, they're a group called Valorum. They're, they're, they're a, a few retirees from the healthcare industry, so they get it. They've, they've they, seen it, mm-hmm. they've been there, they've done that. And they understand the limitations that the traditional healthcare economy has. And what we're seeing is this new application. I think it can be really disruptive. At the end of the day, help us all out. But these guys have started a company called Valorum Health mm-hmm. Insurance, and they've built on their brokers. So they're providing, or they're a broker for what's called sidecar health insurance. And the sidecar group came out of guys that were, came out of Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. So they kind of had that, okay, there's a problem. How can we use technology to fix it mentality? And what they've done, they developed a system where it's, they they can figure out uh, uh, the cash price that you're going to pay. And you basically get this credit card through your health insurance. And you go to the doctor and say, uh, you know, hey, I need a, I need a physical. What's mm-hmm. my, what's your cash price? And the doctors are going to like it because they don't have to deal with healthcare insurance. They're not side waiting of it. six months to get their insurance check. Exactly. Right? I mean, they've got, and they've got a whole staff of people that has to deal mm-hmm. just with healthcare. It's they've crazy. got their own costs associated yep. with health insurance. Yeah. But you go in and say, hey, how much is my cash price? Which amazingly seems to always be cheaper than what my negotiated mm-hmm. health insurance price right? is. So. And he says, well, okay, it's 50 bucks for this. Well, you just pay them, and they, they get paid right then, just like a, a credit card. That's and you awesome. pay the cash price. Before you even get to the doctor, you, you know what procedure you need. You, know. you can look in your area, and you can see what all the other com- competing cash prices are for prescriptions <coughs> or procedures or MRIs or whatever, and say, oh, hey, doc, you know, I've used you for years. You charge 50 bucks for the the physical and that's all fine and well but the guy across the street charges 25 and you know you guys are both good doctors help me out you can negotiate keeping everybody honest free enterprise application yeah it's it's the same old you know it's it's pricing it's supply it's demand uh quality plays into it as well but i i'm really excited about what these guys are doing and they're this is just the ground floor nobody knows about it because this is just getting started but it is uh I think it's going to be really neat. It's exciting kind of revolution because I've, I, okay, number one, I had to have a colonoscopy and I called before. That's so this always is an fun. example. I know, always fun. So, you know, you stay up on, I called the day before. I mm-hmm. said, how much should I pay? Oh, it's no deductible. Your deductible's met. You don't owe us anything when you get here. Okay, so I don't owe you anything. Nope, just drink your stuff. Be here at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Got there at 7 a.m. after being up all night drinking this stuff. I get there and they're like, okay, well, that'll be 300 bucks. And I was like, but I called yesterday and you told me nothing. And they were like, oh, well, we can just reschedule you. Oh, yeah, because that's customer so, friendly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so it kind of. You know, it's like, do I really want to do all this again? So, you know, begrudgingly, of course not. you pay that. And it's and it was awful. I've never been so angry about yeah. something like that in my life. Uh, but that was one example. Mm-hmm. Another interesting thing that I saw um, during the Super Bowl, because as you know, I sit and watch the commercials. Um, there are literally no bathroom breaks when you watch the Super Bowl. Um, but 
they there was an ad that Houston Methodist Hospital purchased. Did you see this? I did. That said, um, you know, uh, hey Houston, United Healthcare has basically kicked us out of their provider network, but we're still here for you for emergency mm-hmm. medicine. And I thought that that was such an interesting idea mm-hmm. that Houston Methodist number one would care enough about their their patients and their population to say, hey, we didn't back out on you. We got pushed out. True. Um, but I thought it was really interesting that they pushed it back on the insurance carrier because mm-hmm. and held them accountable because mm-hmm. you don't see that very often. That was a pretty bold move. Yep. It was a bold move. Um, and it was, it was just really, um, wow, it kind of left me stunned there for a bit. I know, and I'm trying to figure the angle. Yeah. That's, that's pretty. And, it, they, you know, hey, you can't come to us for a procedure, but if you've got United Healthcare, you come see us, you know, come see our emergency mm-hmm. room. I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, it, it, uh, it's, it's, it's a complicated equation. Yes, it is. Uh, I know, uh, in, in a, you know, before I worked at the chamber, I worked at Consolidated, mm-hmm. and we did our, uh, I ran our video uh, television service. And we would get approached, say, by uh, a channel, mm-hmm. or really it's a block of channels. Like ESPN would come to you and go, hey, you know, you're paying us right now a dollar per subscriber uh, per month uh, to carry our signal. Great. Um, now we're going to start charging you $5 per month per subscriber. So you go literally find this is, you know, true story, true story. And, and for all of those so that always wanted to know what JJ Holly did at consolidated. Now, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's fun stuff. and so what happens is as a, a business, you know, you're negotiating mm-hmm. and you say, I'm not paying that. And then they say, well, great. Get ESPN from somebody else. You know what? And you can't. You can't. There's only one ESPN. Mm-hmm. So then you get into this game. And then what happens is, let's say you get to the point where you where they cut the signal off because you haven't mm-hmm. completed negotiations. And then they start running advertisements that, or DirecTV, one of your competitors, starts running advertisements and says, hey, Consolidate doesn't care at ESPN anymore. Come, Come on, on over. over to us. We've mm-hmm. got it. And you lose customers. And it's a real, you are... And I'm not because I think that plays into that healthcare deal of you've got the patient, you've got the healthcare uh, insurance, mm-hmm. and then you got the healthcare provider. You know, it's I a wonder what triangle. was going on uh-huh. if if you know Methodist said, and I don't know, but said, oh well, you know, instead of three hundred bucks for that colonoscopy, uh, we're going to start charging you a thousand dollars. And the healthcare company says, well, no, not going to do it. Uh, we'll go up to three fifty. And then, and there's that impasse that happens because you know, it's all about yeah, the money. Yeah, true. And you know, we all know healthcare stuff is really, it's, really expensive. It's, and it's big business. And, big and it's business. big business. And we know that the the procedures and the equipment they use is not cheap. Right. And you want the best equipment right. and the best facilities. And just facilities. like the education that these doctors have to pay back. It, it's it's complicated, but I, I just uh, you know I, I think uh, Methodist did the right play. Aspect. Mm-hmm. I think I Methodist did the way. right play by saying, "Hey, look, we still want to be here for you." Yeah. Because there's a personal healthcare is important. It's a personal thing. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was. I saw that commercial. That is so really I thought it was, interesting. I thought it, it played well, and I'm, I was curious to see if there was going to be like because I know Cigna's having an issue with mm-hmm. another hospital system. I, w- I was curious to see. Oh, that's I saw that commercial. I wonder if this would be a United Healthcare commercial. A, a new yeah. a new trend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, but that's a really interesting aspect of things because I never thought about it as a negotiation for for fees. But yeah, somebody's paying somebody. Oh yeah, and or, it's a or not paying somebody, or, not paying somebody. <laughs> or, or decide no, I'm not going to pay you yeah. that price. But uh, it's it's something where I'm really excited about this um, this Valorum yeah, uh, Valorum company and this sidecar approach because healthcare affects 
everybody. It's like yes, water, yes, right? I always yes. tell people, if you want to solve the transportation issues in Montgomery County, fine, don't have water. Yeah. Because people will not move here. Exactly. And right now, they're moving here by the droves. Yes. But that's because we have a lot of the things All that the things. people want. Yes. So, but yeah, healthcare; those issues are just foundational. And that, what I'm, I guess the you know the point I'm trying to make is, I love it whenever you have a non-governmental, non-political party approach, especially when it's a free market that says, yeah. "Hey, here's, here's hey. another solution. Yes, exactly. A new way of looking at yep. things." Um, and I think you know to solve a problem like that, we're going to have to have some new ideas because the old ones haven't been working. Yep. And you know, as much as Bernie Sanders wants us to give healthcare to everyone. Bless Again, um, it's a governmental solution that you can't afford. Yeah, and, and, and how when do you, you sustain look at, that? <laughs> when you look at uh, entitlement programs, mm -hmm. yes. that uh, that's what we all spend the majority of our county and our state and our federal dollars on, mm -hmm. and you can't. It's not sustainable. No, got to figure it out. Um, and, and so I think it's and I think it's really interesting that Bernie Sanders has gotten so much um, momentum here lately, although. You know, finally, except we, in Iowa, I was going to say, except except when they Nobody finally got that. the results about Iowa, um, it was a little bit of a different story. Yeah. Uh, beforehand, I think, you know, even the commentators were thinking that Bernie Sanders was going to get more of the nod. Yeah. Um, and they also expected that maybe that was why these problems evolved, because the Democratic or uh, National Committee didn't know that how they were going to overcome something like that because obviously they're well how does the caucus system work in iowa does anybody know i don't know i don't know i know how our primary system does in texas right. but it's well, not that it's, way and i don't know how they do it it's based on it, you know ours is based on a hard vote theirs is based on if you like bernie get over there and if you like elizabeth warren get over there and if you like and then they all talk and they all negotiate and they trade they have so long to trade positions and they actually do some of them actually do move from one to the other wow. and look you don't have very many people over there come over here and join us and this will get in their their social it almost sounds like parliament it, it, it's in sort england of, you it know sort of is creating a coalition yeah, exactly oh, okay so i can see the way that'd be tough if you've got 10 people mm -hmm. running mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. well you know and there was this talk that there that biden had offered uh, what's her name? A, a deal that hey, if if we need to negotiate and align, then we can you know do that to get this advantage. And um, and where the the problem came in, how would was, that even work? I don't know. Um, but they decided to do a new system this year, um, where I guess it was an app that that was created right. to count, oh, and they were doing that, that yeah. and they were handwriting it down. And they had three different ways of tracking, and all three were so significantly different right. that they had absolutely no clue who won, who was leading, who what the percentage wow. nothing. And, and it's so interesting because, you know, they, they've talked about how Iowans are so proud because they are the first stop on the circuit. Sure. And then for this— They also get the first chance to make mistakes. Yes. And, um, and what a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, the, and the other thing is, is that the 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 systems were all so different that any other time they'd have kept it on paper and they could have gotten it counted and done mm -hmm. that evening. Mm -hmm. But it was so drastically different than what they were showing here and what they were showing here. They were all the results were all different. So, that was the inconsistency. So do we know? About. Do we know? Were there which, any hanging chads? <laughs> yeah, really. Makes the hanging chads look pretty simple. I know. Yeah, it does. So what, what, how did they finally come to their conclusion? Because 
Have they? We got. Uh, they, well, I I don't know that they have. Um, last I saw, they had not. Well, last I heard, that old Pete was the one that came out the well, big winner. He. Well, I mean, they all declared thinks, themselves the winner. That's what I was going to say. He thinks he's the winner. Everybody's and, spinning it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as they, which I would have done I, if I was yeah, a Democratic candidate, I would spun it too. And if I was Trump, I would have said what he said. Uh huh. Yep. the The other thing is, is that um, they they think. Based on what happened, that Buttigieg, I don't know Buttigieg, how to say. Buttigieg, I don't Buttigieg, know how to say his Buttigieg, name. I just say yeah. it the way Pete. they. Pete. Pete. That's what yeah. I call him. Pete. So, oh, Pete. So Pete and Warren really, really, really. I mean, they just, you know, in small numbers, they they tied. It's basically what happened. They're just barely edging each other out because in the quality of day, it really doesn't matter except by a couple of representatives over the. Big picture of the United well, you know, States. When, it doesn't when you're, matter. It really doesn't matter because Trump's going to win. <laughs> well, and this is where I was going with that. Yeah. Is if you're Trump, uh-huh. who would you rather run against? Biden or Sanders mm-hmm. or uh, Pete? <laughs> I mean, if I were him, I wouldn't want to run against Pete. I, I'd be worried about Pete I because would he's, 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 he'd be a new face of the Democratic Party. Yep. He's younger. He'd sharp. probably get, he's sharp. He would uh, present. He would be a stark contrast. If mm-hmm. you look at Biden and and, and Sanders, they're going to get up there, and it's like, yeah. well, uh, I mean, I, I don't see Biden or Sanders mobilizing the people that Obama mobilized. Right. Pete would have a better chance at that. Would be my guess. Mm-hmm. And 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 Bo- Bo- Pete. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete. Um, uh, Pete is not as social, socialist. See, so there's uh-huh. another. As as Sanders it's not quite and so polarizing. Yeah. Yes, is not. Yeah. And so and and he's a, war, a decorated war veteran. And he's and tra- he's I mean, just, he's attractive he's, from a yeah you know, from a multitude of exactly. That's correct. Um, and he's not ninety five years old. Yeah. You know what is wrong with you? I know, but, uh, but <laughs> ageism. It, it is. Rears its ugly it head. Is, but it is such a, an interesting spectrum of candidates this yeah. year on that ticket. They're still fighting for that ticket. Oh yeah. And, you know, and there are people that, you know, are getting, you know, three or five points on these, you know, and I, I yeah. you know, whenever you do a poll, I think polls are so subjective anyway. I don't, oh, yeah. I'm not, a, you, you can know. ask the same question five minutes later and get different. Exactly. Um, but, you know, and they're still hanging in there and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, go good for you, but how, how can you justify spending the well, millions of dollars that, that you're spending? That, that was a, a lead on one of the uh, evening, national evening news is Amy, uh, can't remember her last name, but it was the first time I had ever even heard her name. Mm-hmm. And she's coming out as some sort of, uh, you know, she finished much better than expected. So now she's getting a lot of FaceTime from it. Yeah. Well, and I think she was the first one that actually came up and said, oh, we must have won. Yeah. And yeah. then everybody Close else started shark. scrambling going, yeah. Wait a minute! Yeah. Now we got to go. Which, yeah, yeah. From a political like, consultant perspective, which brilliant. y'all would love, brilliant, yeah. brilliant, yes. great yes. move, brilliant move. Yes. Uh, you know, to be proactive, chess. exactly, yeah. and to come out and, and bold, because and, and everybody else is waiting. Uh huh. And she was like, she's like fourth or fifth. Yeah. I mean, she's oh, way yeah. down. She's oh, but but uh, but I appreciated that. I did too. It's a great it. strategy. Awesome. Yeah. Great strategy, and I think it'll be something that you know. And now we're talking about today. Absolutely, we wouldn't have been. Absolutely, and it's but it's really interesting to see kind of what's going to happen with this. And I'm, I'm going to talk about Biden because that obviously links into something else. You know, um, Biden, too, is fighting all of the negative press that they brought out with the impeachment. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, did they not realize that that was a true double-edged sword? 
Yes. <laughs> they had to. They had to. But they miscalculated. Yes, and that that grossly. has been the that's been mm. the problem with the Democratic Party since um since obviously since before Trump the was 16, elected. <laughs> well, before the sixteen election. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. They they from the day that they started with Hillary and the emails, they miscalculated every response. They 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 miscalculated the public's response. They miscalculated the Republican Party's response. Mm-hmm. They have just miscalculated responses, and I think it's just led. It's just continued. They haven't but, gotten and, hold and, of it. And the visual of of Pelosi signing the impeachment articles of impeachment, and then the yeah. the drama dramatic like delivery pin? to the Senate and the, the whole <laughs> oh, thing. But she kept using the same penovery. It was kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but and then contrast that with Trump signing the uh, U.S. Deal. the trade deal, uh-huh. and you know the way I look at that that stuff, and it, we kind of look at that. Uh, I look at that in my own personal work at the the chamber. Mm-hmm. Is look what is our focus on the chamber? Uh, what is our focus going to be as the chamber? What do we want to be like in, or what's our vision? What are we right. going to be like in three, five, ten years? Mm-hmm. And if I'm not doing something today that's going to serve that purpose, then I'm wasting my time. Right. right. And when I look at the purpose of government, right, and mm-hmm. we all want limited, we don't want a bunch of, you know, big brother in our pocket and all, and we want cheaper government and better government. Mm-hmm. But impeachment um, <clears throat> does nothing to solve a health care issue. Correct. Doesn't pave roads, doesn't build bridges, doesn't uh, uh, create better economic mm-hmm. policy. If you're going to spend your calories doing something, yeah. why don't you spend it doing yeah. something that's going to be... Productive. Productive. Yes. But again... That's not reality in government circles, right. and that's what's so frustrating uh, about it. Yes, uh, <laughs> that that first of all, you know, that's the way I think. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard anybody explain it quite like that. So, could we get that on video and just save it so that I can sure? Play it? <laughs> yeah, I don't copyright anything. Yeah, it's um, you know, and and doing the timing, the way that they chose in order to try yeah. to prevent Trump from being able to run for office. And, and then they took some of their own candidates out of the field because they had to be there for the hearing. Yeah. Their, their management style was everything that you're never taught to do. Right. You're taught to never do in business, yeah. and that is make decisions on the fly. You always Ooh, lay yeah. things out. Yeah, that's right. You can't, you're always going to make a, a Maybe not a, a bad decision, but a poorer decision Correct. than if you are thinking ahead. Absolutely, and they and they mm-hmm. just did not. They yeah. Uh, yeah. from from the start they did not. And and she she being Pelosi was goaded into all this by the 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 girl the girl the pep squad you know the, the little oh, girl group, AOC yeah. the little girl group right I know. see they're they're having their own identity crisis they in, in the Democratic so Party because they are. who are they yes and and who is who's leading. And that's a very interesting aspect of things, too, because really, who is running it? You know, you've got AOC who, you know, and, and I will probably catch flack from somebody for saying this, who is not qualified to to take over that big stage because she's not knowledgeable enough. She's not educated. She doesn't have the life experience to mm-hmm. take the, on that role and that personification. She has the life experience to get it out of the rain. Well, this she's, is true. She's a mess. <laughs> but, but, you know, when you have all these people buying into her and, you know, when it's like, well, oh, we've got we to take advantage of this, the spotlight that's on. Even, you know, if you put spotlight on crap, it's still crap. So, so I heard um, it, was a pers- it was somebody talking. They said, so why did, talking about Pelosi, why mm-hmm. did she tear the papers in half? And somebody said, well, you know, she was making fun of Trump. And somebody says, are you sure she wasn't? And she wasn't. She was making fun of Trump. But th- their perspective was good. 
Are you sure she wasn't mad at her own team for not showing up? Because AOC didn't show up and they kind of left her out there. And here she did exactly what they wanted her to do. And now she's left looking like an idiot. And she could not control herself. Now, I'll tell you. And you know it was premeditated. It wasn't a reaction. That kind of stuff has to be a reaction. Because she even waited. Like, she, she like, yeah. 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 She, and I'll tell you (laughs) who could have straightened her out was my mother <laughs> sitting on the front row of First Methodist Church oh, right over here. Yeah. You know, yeah. She oh, could have yeah. pinched her kneecap that right behind that knee. I'm not uh-huh. her kneecap. Right behind her knee and, and yeah. Straighten her she, up. She would have she smiled and looked at well, the people. I, I Remember when uh, you had Schumer and Pelosi and Trump having a uh, discussion in front of the, the press in the, uh, you know, the fireside chat yeah. when mm-hmm. they were all Ignoring each other. It's supposed to be there to talk about right. something. And they're all ignoring each other and talking to the cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just dysfunctional. It was. Just dysfunctional. And, you know, and I was really worried about Nancy Pelosi, though, because I was really afraid those eyes were just going to roll out of her head <laughs> and, yeah. take, and start traveling across the room. Because yeah. it was, but, it, you know, you see two-year-olds or or even yeah. like, you know, my, you know, when the kids were toddlers. seven, eight. And <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's going to be the picture. That's yeah. going to be the one. That's going to pick. Yeah. <laughs> going to pick that one next yeah, week. Yeah, that's going to be right, the one. Right. Right. Yeah, I know. I did, uh, I did it. I he gave just it took a screenshot. <laughs> but it was, um, but, you know, it was, it was so juvenile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the fact it that right they, out of, it was right out of the. It, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. He goes, yeah. the, and the, something about the. The introduction. She didn't yeah, introduce yeah, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then she, he didn't shake no. her hand. Yeah, but wasn't there you know a missing handshake? Did he? Yeah. And I didn't see that part yet. Did he? Did he not see her, or did he? Stop he her? could have easily not seen her, but he could have. I saw both might, ways. Been I, I he might, yeah. yeah, he might have seen and her, you know but what? he could have easily and not. If seen I were her. him, I wouldn't necessarily have blamed him if he did see her and was like, "Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks, today, but no thanks. Yeah, yeah I'm doing. I'm dealing papers here. I don't know what kind of crazy germs you have on your hands, and I don't want to catch you crazy. Well, and he is. He's supposed to be a germaphobe too. Yeah, You know, but it's just. Petty, it weird. It is petty. And it's just dysfunctional. Again, and it doesn't pave roads. No. So. And, you know, and it was so sad to me, too, whenever they would talk about some of the great things that have really happened in this country. Now, whether yeah. you agree yeah. that Trump was solely or partially mm-hmm. responsible for it or if it just happened to be on his watch, mm-hmm. you know, it is a wonderful thing that our economy is doing so well. That's and right. the fact that the representatives of the people that are that are benefiting from this great economy can't get up and celebrate that. Yeah. You know, it's not like, not every... Well, his whole not, first part of the speech was, you know, you know, the rank and file of the Democratic Party are the ones who are benefiting the most by my policies. Exactly. You know, low right. unemployment and African-American, uh, Hispanic. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, higher wages. Women. Uh, all, women. 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 I mean, all the... All the things, all the, I mean, little, and, you know, all the pretty again, little white being, suits, <laughs> being strategic, right? Right. I mean, he's stealing the talking points from the Democratic Party. Exactly. When they say that, which the you know typically they tout that, look, women get paid less, women are underemployed, mm-hmm. minorities are underemployed, they're getting paid less, they don't have health insurance. How are right. we going to fix this? Blah blah blah. Then say, well, I think we did that already. What's next? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What do you have to complain about next? Now mm-hmm. they're talking about potholes. And nobody's taking care of potholes. There you go. Nobody's worried about it. But it's just been, you know, it's such an interesting, it's been such an interesting path to get to, you know, for the House to to pass the impeachment and the delay of getting the rules of the impeachment inquiry over to the Senate. Mm-hmm. You know, and then to do all this pomp and circumstance to let's all take a trip together. And they all walked and, you know. Well, and I, and I got, I had the 
the good fortune. I never get to listen to Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. And I had the good fortune to listen to him talking about the walk over there. Y'all, it was so funny. I bet. He's oh, hysterical. Yeah. He, it was, it was you know, just his. And, that, and speaking of Rush, what a cool moment uh, that yeah. they surprised him with. I mean, you could mm. you could tell he did not see that coming Well, he said there with his mouth open. <laughs> I was like, shut your mouth. Yeah. Shut is your it, mouth. Is there a guy that rushed Limbaugh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, to, but, you know, given the Medal of Freedom, it was just, um, it was really, I, I, it was just neat to see the stunned look on his face because yes. he was he was so overcome. And I, I can't wait to read his response because I'm sure it'll be hysterical. Yes. You know, just mm-hmm. in looking at his face going, what just happened here? <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and obviously our prayers are with him as he, you know, faces this yeah, cancer battle. Yeah, that's condition. Yeah. Very and I, I saw something um, on on the Facebook, the Book of Face, mm-hmm. and somebody said, um, was saying it was karma that Rush got cancer. See, and, I, th- I just think that's, that's just petty it, meanness. Well, and somebody came back and said, have you ever seen somebody fight cancer? Have yeah. you ever been there on that... You wouldn't wish that on anyone. No, no. no one. No. Um, you know. Well, it's like when people, uh, you know, talk about, uh, uh, you know, New Orleans suffering mm-hmm. from Hurricane Katrina. That you know they somehow deserved it. I mean, oh yeah. Well, yeah. there's just there's just a level of uh, ignorance and lack of compassion. No humanity. That, no humanity in yeah. it a, at all. Why would you wish anyone to have a major healthcare, you know, crisis or a national disaster happen to them because of because they deserve what it. they yeah yeah and how do you how do you lump people together like that yeah it's just it's just it's meanness like, it is and it doesn't and it just gets in the way it does and um and I think but I think that's so much of the problem you know uh, and the interesting you know social media is always full of opinions and it's always really interesting mm-hmm. because you just never know what's going to get thrown out there but you know they talk about how people have gotten so disconnected from each other and from reality it's like you know you, people won't say anything to your face but they'll get online and tear you up 14 different kinds of ways yeah. um keyboard it, warrior yeah and it mm-hmm. seems like it's kind of that is that's kind of spreading like a cancer itself into so well, many different elements and and I'll uh, we all know uh Sanderson River Authority just mm-hmm. had the public forum yes. about the uh lowering of Lake Comra <laughs> and okay I was stunned I was going to go and I was like oh my gosh I'm I'm just going to yeah. miss it I got something else to do that room was standing room only yes it was Crazy. Like anyway, 1,400 people there. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and I've spoken to both Brian Bondi, uh, who's the uh, president of the Conroe Chamber, mm-hmm. and Jenna Armstrong, who's president of the Lake uh, Houston Chamber. Mm-hmm. And both great people, um, people I highly respect, people I go to for advice, because mm-hmm. um, they've been around the chamber game for longer than I have, and uh, we all work together. And the thing that both of them said that they were alarmed about was the disruptive and disrespectful behavior by on both sides. Yes. Those that wanted to keep the water in the lake and those that wanted to lower it. And that's the disappointing thing. Um, and both of them, as leaders in their respective communities, are working to try to, uh, you know, let's have a debate, but let's have a respectful exactly. debate. I mean, uh, I've, I've been on your show before discussion. with people I disagree about mm-hmm. or with, but uh, we can disagree, and then we can go to have lunch after yes. the show. And, and I realize these are not trivial issues. These are foundational things. Right, these correct. are and, and healthy. Passion, and people are these passionate are, about yeah, it. These are livelihood things. Mm-hmm. They are uh, they're public safety things. But you're not going to get to a solution 
by standing up and yelling at each other and name calling and name calling because yeah. it's where what we Again, see all the time. You know, I love that that uh, that poster that says everything I needed to know about life I learned in kindergarten. Kindergarten. I learned how to share. I learned how to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. I mean, there's a yes. there's it's 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 all about having respect for. You know, we've all played sports. You know, your yes. you know your kids are playing. It's it's you want them to take part in sports so they learn sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. I don't care how they do. I it's don't care. It's the lesson that they learn. I don't from care it. if you right. lose every game you play. Exactly. You're learning um, life lessons. That's Absolutely. why I love football. Football yes. is more like life than any other sport I've, I've played. Because yeah, it'll lay out. Yeah. Well, and there's <laughs> and there's fairness and unfairness, yes. right? In, in wrestling, everything's subjective. If, if you're the if you're the best wrestler in your weight class for, on your team, you get to wrestle. You know, you get to wrestle mm-hmm. on the varsity, but right. in football, you might have, you know, an edge in one area athletically, but the coach might pick the other guy. That's life. That, that you is know, life. You might all apply for a job, but so-and-so got it because he knew somebody, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But it's something where, uh, that's what I love about that game. And, and But part of the deal is, and you shake hands at the end. You exactly. were trying to knock each other's teeth out throughout uh-huh. the entire game. But when the game's but over. the game's over, there's sportsmanship. You help your, you know, your opponent up, you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing I think we've, we've lost. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And it's, it's very unfortunate. And, and it's so, in so many different areas and so many different yeah. aspects. And it, you know, even with, you know, two high schoolers, it's something that, you know, I see through them in different ways of mm-hmm. how kids treat each other and how kids treat, um, you know, adults and people in authority, yeah. which. I, you know, I, there's no would way. Would you that, want to be a teacher? No, these days? because I would. I'd smack a kid. I would. Oh, yeah. I, I would just. Yeah. It would not. I don't know how. I you, think I might last a couple of hours. I, I don't know yeah. how sweet Amy yeah. does it. She. Yeah. I mean, exactly. seriously, um, to mm-hmm. have to deal with it, and then not only the kids, but then you've got the disrespectful parents. Oh yeah. You know, back yeah. in my day, if I were to pop off and say something to mm-hmm. any person of authority, mm-hmm. not only would I get it from the teachers, but I would get it from <laughs> when home. I got home. And Absolutely. you know, and, then, yes. and you've got these, you know, oh, my that's my baby, not, not my baby. Double jeopardy. If I got whipped at school, <laughs> yes. I got whipped at home. I agree. Exactly. And, you know, but people, and when I went back to school the next day, I didn't get in trouble. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. For a long, long time. I also didn't sit down either. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing though, because people, people will say all these things because they don't think there are going to be any repercussions. People don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, behave in that manner because you know if they type it on social media, oh. what are they going to do to me? Yeah, how are you going to hurt me? No, I can log off. I can go back and never see you calling mm-hmm. me names. Um, and so people aren't, you know, they aren't behaving knowing that there are repercussions to their actions and words. And yeah. and, that, I, and I think it, because of that, I think it, you know, you look at AOC. She gets up there and just spews garbage, and you've got people clapping because they and they believe it and they believe it. Yeah. And they believe their own garbage, and um, and it's just a really troubling thing right now. Yeah. And um, if people aren't realizing that, that's really kind of what how we got into this week full of mess. Yeah. With impeachment, with um, Iowa, with um, and then getting you know getting into the State of the Union, which was an amazing State of the Union. It was a, it was a great speech, highlighted some really fantastic things. But to, but if you look. At what people are buzzing about, there are some people that are saying, you know, wow, he really took this on. And, oh, yeah, what a great mm-hmm. move. And, wow, we are really solid as a country and we're doing all these things. People are talking about Nancy Pelosi ripping his speech in half. Yeah. Talking about him avoiding shaking your hand. And they're going to blow that out instead of saying, you know what, as a country, we're, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And it's like people have lost perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People lost perspective a long time ago, yeah. um, and they, they really did. Well, yeah. you know, you kind of 
you know how uh, things were in like junior high. You know, you had you know you had Mean Girls, you, know, uh-huh. you had cliques, you had you know people being mean face to face, right? Right. And uh, and but then they, you know, hopefully when you got into high school and college, you know, you kind of grew out of that. Mm-hmm. And what you don't see is people growing out of that. Mm-hmm. They just take that same sort of disrespect and it spills That's over into, you know, life. Oh. And I, I remember thought about that. It's it's just it's just. They're just not, uh, people aren't maturing. Well, and you can take the same perspective, you know, with Bernie Sanders wanting to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Mm -hmm. People aren't growing out of minimum wage jobs anymore. They're expecting to raise a family of four and buy a house and have the American dream working at McDonald's 32 hours a week and expect, you know, full insurance because I'm entitled to health care because I live in the greatest country in the world. And, but people aren't evolving that's supposed to be a stepping stone it's the same thing yeah there, there's a reason why you have different levels and different jobs and in different even even in a corporation you'll have different mm-hmm. levels of jobs and but the good thing about it is if you get in that lower level you do a good job you get the chance to move up right again you earn it yes you get a chance to earn it instead of just, just being given to it. when yes. by the way the reason why it hasn't been given, and a lot of times, because you know, it, it's it's not an affordable thing to do. It's not a. Right. It doesn't make such a good business case right. to do that, and it's and that's and I think it's again, uh, you know, the market finds a way. You know, kind of like Jurassic Park. You know, the you know, yes. life, life finds a way. The market <laughs> finds a way, and what the businesses do is, you know, what I'm not going to pay somebody 15 bucks an hour to take orders. Yeah. You're going to order it online, mm-hmm. or you're going to punch it into a yes. screen, and you're not going to have any personal interaction. And then I don't have to deal with you. You're people. going to get, yeah, you're going to get your Big Mac, and you're not going to talk to a single mm-hmm. person. Yep, yep. And that, and you really can't with all of these new law changes and raising the minimum wage. Excuse me, and the need for, you know, not only workers' comp insurance, but you know, all these different things that you have to watch and lawsuits and. Insurance, because, you know, so-and-so says we have to have it. You know, it's it's very, very costly to try to get into business, much less stay in business. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It is. All right. So here we are already at the end. And I, and I think we could what? talk we, about this. We just this got started. No, I know. Yeah, I know. We I know. could talk but about we, this we gotta, for hours. we got to continue this. Well, actually. thank you all again. I appreciate I think so too. it. Thank Always you. Always appreciate I, our quality time together. I know. Well, and I, I think, know. you know, and I'd love for people to share their thoughts uh, really? On all of these topics, because yeah. we've got to start having healthy conversations about these things. And Absolutely, we health, you know, and, conflict and you can is do healthy. It today. And, yeah, do and, it today. And, yeah. and I and I I want to encourage um, those who may not be. We are not rabid Republicans. We're conservatives. It's just our nature. It's who we've been all our lives. But I want to encourage people who are not conservatives Absolutely. to join in our conversation well, with you us. Know, and we invited, we're not ugly people. And, we're not mean people. No. We'd like to have you join in, but. Next week, we are going to have um, a political show. Mm-hmm. We're going to have um, um, Craig Llewellyn mm-hmm. is going to join us. As, oh, good. Um, yeah, with Kevin Brady. Yeah, Kevin Brady. Brady. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Yeah, and, uh, and he's very knowledgeable mm-hmm. about, uh, about the mechanics of politics. Yeah, so well, I think that'll be an interesting you know, show. It, it was really funny, and I will say this, that um, you know, my kids have both met Congressman Brady on several of occasions, and, and my son asked me when we were watching the State of the Union last night, he said, um, is, is Congressman Brady there? 
And I said, well, I'm sure he is. You know, he's, he's championing the cause for us. And he goes, I would like to know what he thinks about this. And so it'll be interesting to get, you yes. know, my 14 yes. year old is saying this. So yes. kids are paying attention. They're seeing how we right. behave. And, wow. And, right. um, wow. So it'll be great also, to see Also, we're going to have Bobby Kasperzak, yeah. uh, who's running mm-hmm. for the 457th. He's going to be on for at least a few minutes Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good it'll time. Be. So lots to talk about. Yes. Folks, share your and thoughts. Thank share you your so ideas. Much, JJ. Pay we attention. Really JJ, thanks no, thank for coming you. on. Um, I, I want to have you back because I think all of these issues obviously have something to do with what you are doing at the chamber and doing such a great job at attacking legislation of issues which are so important but anyway thank y'all so much for joining us for our toast of the town with christy and mel y'all make it a great great week and we will see you next wednesday